Prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. record for the transfer of a football player still remains the 89 million pounds Manchester United paid Juventus for Paul Pogba last summer. That figure is currently under threat amid rumours that Paris Saint-Germain are preparing to break the bank for Barcelona's Neymar or that Real Madrid are preparing to land the hottest teenager in world football, 18-year-old Kylian Mbappe from AS Monaco for a staggering amount. All these mega money moves are being engineered by football agents. Football agents are regarded as the engineers who make sure that clubs get their man and that players get their dream move. However, they are also treated with contempt by some as being only out to make a quick buck and having no concern about their players. But not many are aware that away from the riches, football managers live exciting and even dangerous lives. Because wherever big money is involved, Crime is always lurking around the corner. Welcome to Sports Planet, your premium news and magazine sports show. Today on the show, we'll bring you the concluding part of the interview with John Smith, one of the very first super agents in world football, about how the big deals are made and the unseen life of football agents. My name is Tunek Kweki. We'll take a short break now and we'll be right back with all the rest of the show. Many football fans know the names of Mino Raiola and George Mendes, the influential agents behind the biggest transfers in the history of world football. But before them was John Smith, a man whose work helped build the English Premier League into a lucrative global brand. Sit back and listen to the concluding part of Smith's interview where he was talking about how to conclude transfer deals, working with Diego Maradona and some of the tricks of the trade. This is Sports Planet. How important in the life of a super agent is is getting into the room, breathing the same air as those big fish, you know, the Roman Abramoviches, the people at the top of Manchester City, even you know one of your bigger cl- biggest clients, Diego Maradona. Just getting in the room is, you know, how much of the job is that? Uh, Sizably, I mean, there are six hundred. Well, FIFA actually deregulated football agents' uh, licensing system last year. There's now six hundred intermediaries in this country, of which uh, probably 580 don't do a a lot of business. And at any given time, you've only really got 60 core customers. So you don't really want to upset Real Madrid and and Tottenham, even though you might be going up against them. But if I'm sitting with you and I'm trying to negotiate with you, ideally, I'd rather do it with a smile than a scowl, because I think I'll get more from it. So it's very important not only to get in the room, but to stay in the room. We mentioned Maradona there, one of your biggest clients. What, what do you remember most about your time with him? Being fired. <laughs> I was, we did, uh, um, I, I, I met Diego through Aussie Ardiles and we, we spent a, a year or two working with him. Um, and he was just a staggering individual. I mean, he could walk in a room, he was five foot and not a lot. And, you know, people may or may not know who he was, but he just, I think God sprinkled some special dust on him when he was born because he just walked in there and people's heads would turn. And he had this wonderful charm. And, and as a footballer, he had a such great upper body strength and such 
balance and the quickest feet. I mean, Lionel Messi type feet and some. Um, just the perfect footballer. And uh, I, I, I'd been working with him for a couple of years and they, he was in Naples at this time. And it was an incredible experience actually down there because you'd have, it's a quite a religious city and you'd have big pictures, posters of Jesus hanging off of buildings and alongside them great big posters equally the same size of, of Diego Maradona. So it was an astonishing man. He'd got special dispensation to drive through red traffic lights as well, which I loved. <laughs> and then one day, two years later, the local guys who were looking after him um, more locally, shall we say, came up to me at his home one day and said, we'd like to say thank you. I went, that's okay, it's cool. Yeah, very welcome, what, whatever I can do. <laughs> and they went, no, 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 thank you. I went, that's okay, thank you're you. Right. And he went, no, thank you and goodbye. <laughs> you're done here. Yeah, that's your it. work is done. You're but out in, in terms of, of, of managing a client or working with a client, you know, when, when you've got a guy who's that talented, who can run the red lights, who's, who's almost deity, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you sit down and talk sense and how do, you, how do you negotiate with someone like that who's just used to getting everything their own way? Authoritatively. And if I look somebody in, in the eye, and I do, I'm one of the few people I know that speaks to people and looks at them, and I think if they know that you really believe in what you're saying and you really believe you're right, they've just got to let you get on with it. And that's, it, you have to have the gravitas in any transaction and that includes your own clients. Is it true the story that, that you dictated which advertising boards players should run to and celebrate if they score a goal to get to get profile for that brand? I love this. I mean, it's this the sort of stuff that we did, you know, you, you couldn't make it up really, you know. We, we, <laughs> there was a, a particular sportswear company who um, had the run of the mill and uh, uh, had the whole show um, for England and we were desperately trying to bring in other sponsors and and, uh, uh, and if we could bring in you know well-known soft drinks companies and people like that then it could only help the game which if you remember in, in the 80s was going through some pretty turgid times I mean people were dying in football stadiums which is you know about as bad as it gets and there was me trying to put a smile on the face by saying look that's why don't we do and Bobby Robson was absolutely wonderful and allowed this to mature under his guidance and if we were in a, a sort of friendly game he'd allow me to have a chat with the lads before before they left the hotel a kind of pre-team talk team talk and I'd say look you know what we've got here is um, we've got this particular sponsor and the advertising board is halfway down the right hand side so uh, when you score if you can run to it oh and by the way when you get to it fall over because the camera will then will pick you up lying on the ground and the advert is in your face and there's some wonderful footage of some of the England lads scoring and looking around and going, oh, where are you supposed to run oh, no, is it left right and they're all looking and then some one of the guys spots and they hair off down there 80 yards down the pitch and actually nobody asked why they ever did that <laughs> That was the concluding part of our interview with football agent John Smith about the life and times of football agents. Sports Planet will be right back. Stay tuned. And here is where we shut it down on today's episode of Sports Planet. You can send me all your sports views, questions and comments on Twitter or just follow me at Babatunde Koiki. And for more sports stories from all across the world, please visit www.completesportsnanjira.com and you can click on the Sports Planet button on the website to listen to this episode or previous episodes of the show from our podcast archives. 
Before we go, let's tell you that in 1994, then West Ham assistant manager Harry Redknapp was so frustrated at a West Ham fan, Stephen Davis, who was behind him in the stands, complaining all throughout the first half of a pre-season friendly against Oxford City, that he marched up to him at halftime and handed him a full kit and boots and substituted him into the game. In a story only dreams are made of, Davis actually scored as West Ham United won 4-0. Sadly, the goal was disallowed for being offside and Davis was not allowed to keep the jersey but he has never stopped talking about his long and distinguished football career ever since. On behalf of the production crew here in our studios, my name is Tunde Koiki wishing you all a wonderful evening and assuring you that the planet is listening.